Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to BadlandsFood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Hello, everybody, and boy, do we have a great show for you today. Before we get started, let me just say hello and introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Before we get started, here comes my little lecture every week. We went to the movies. No, no, no. Wait, we have to introduce Chad first. And oh, then you go. You oh, always I have hate to when do he that. does this. I it's know, like introducing the, it. the world. It doesn't what? matter. Every Can't show Chad come in and doesn't. say, hey, everybody, no. my name is Chad. Hey, what's hey, up, every- Chad? Hey, everybody, my name's Chad. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show and with Ron Russell. You're old enough you to go. introduce and then, yourself. And then yes, you, he does. We have a chat room full it would of people. Give, it would give him more importance if he introduced okay, himself. Okay, please let's just like move forward. I'll just bust in next time. So oh, she's on the, the rag again. No, she's oh. not. Hello, chat <laughs> room. What's up, everybody in the chat room? Let's give a shout out. We got Jimmy McCreary from OverTheMoonNews.blogspot.com. Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show, Fridays at 4 p.m. Lady Lake Music is in the chat room. Jasper Iva. Leah, Rhea, a lot of new people. Daddy Muir, hello. Guest Deanna, hello, hello. We want to welcome everybody and let you know that if you hit the ITV button at the top of your screen, you can see us uh, in the studio, and you'll also be able to see Constantine Maroulis when he calls in. 
Now, Ron, now you can tell everybody what you want I, to tell I fell them. asleep with that monologue. Anyway, we went to the movies last night because I was so excited to see my dear sweet friend Lainey Kazan in her new film, which is called My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. We went to the movies, and I'll tell you, the film is kind of a reach of the original, but sweet, charming, and it's a feel-good movie, especially if you're Greek, you're really going to love it. I loved the film because I saw my friend Lainey Kazan for the first time as a great actress. The last scene of the movie is when she's all by herself in a wedding gown, not marrying her husband because he didn't propose to her properly for the second time. Her soliloquy that she did brought tears to my eyes with the way she spoke of the love she had for him for 50 years. It was a beautiful, tender moment, one of which I've never seen Lainey in, in any film. If you're a Lainey Kazan fan, you must see this film just to see Lainey's fabulous performance. It's a close-up of her. She looked absolutely beautiful. Uh, It was great. It made the movie for me because it brought me right into the film, and I felt close to Lainey's character, the Greek mother of all these, you know, fun people. Anyway, in spite of what critics may say, they look for stupid storylines. They don't necessarily look for the in-depth piece of a piece of work. Lainey Kazan certainly brought that piece of work to the screen in this movie. Uh, to say something, I think Lavey, Lainey didn't save the film, but she helped to make the film far more um, pleasurable and warm and and genuinely, you feel like she's your neighbor, and she was wonderful. And Lainey, if you're listening, or you will be next week when you come on, Hooray for Lainey Kazan. She's a fine actress. The movie was okay, everybody. But she was fabulous. She was <laughs> yes. really good. She really played her part beyond belief, and she made all of us love her and feel sorry for her. And that's what an actor does. So don't always go looking for the story. Sometimes the story is great and the performances stink, and they ruin the film by overacting or underacting or not acting, the acting at all. was better than the story. <laughs> Well, it's not, you know, you know what it is, Jimmy? It's a feel-good movie. The story didn't have violence or murder or mystery. It's a sweet film about Greek family that could live next door to you and their children get married. It's a nice, I like it. It's a very wholesome, decent film. You can bring your kids to it, and you could be a born-again Christian and go see it and not run out of the theater horrified by what you're seeing. Absolutely. It was cute, everybody. So if you like so the first one, you'll like I would still say go see it. Judge for yourself. Don't listen to the critics. They don't know their asses from their elbow. They love movies where heads roll down the street and people get shot and killed and blown up, which I find total violence. There's no art in that or art of acting. It's I like that. Vi- well, that's because your educational background. I know. I have a doctorate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when, when you're educated in Florida, a doctorate is the, the same uh, level as my... Um, what did I get? I got some crappy diploma. I don't even know what I got. <laughs> it's like the stupidest diploma you can get. It's I, funny. What did I anyway, get? Anyway, you guys. No, wait, 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 wait. What kind of diploma? GD. General discharge. No, that's in the Navy. Wait a minute. <laughs> what is it called when you just about get through high school because the teachers couldn't prove that you beat them up? <laughs> they couldn't prove that you could you beat them up <laughs> and that you were bad in class. You get a um no, what is they, they call it a GED now, but I don't think they call no, it. No, like there then. was a diploma you got which just got you through high school. You didn't know what you were gonna do until you got out. So it was called a general a general diploma. G E D is what they call it now. Well no, my days they called it general a general education diploma. No, or they call I don't know what what does G E D stand for, Chad? Sounds no. good to me, Jim. 
Okay, no, yeah, I made when, that up no, totally. No, when, no, when I graduated, they gave me a J JD diploma for juvenile delinquent. That's awesome. <laughs> it was fun. Well, so I did way. get thrown out of school because of a rotten teacher who accused me of spinning her around in the hallway and letting her go where she hit the walls. Oh was not the story at all no she attacked me from the back and she threw her arms around my neck and she was pulling on me and i was choking mm. so i spun around to get her off of me and she was skinny like olive oil well she <laughs> flew off of me and went and hit the walls and said i did it to her bitch i got that too i didn't do it to her she was my art teacher i'm the most fantastic artist my father painted sets for theater movie <laughs> i mean my father was an artist not to be believed he made sets that you saw in film and he couldn't paint or teach his son to paint. She wanted me to do cubicle, you know, uh, cubistic modern art, which I don't do. So she had a big fight with me and she lunged at me from the back, wrapped her uh, forearm around my neck. And that bitch was squeezing me, trying to kill me. They all tried to kill me, but none of them succeeded. There you go. So you know how you spin around with somebody hanging from your back? Well, she couldn't hold on anymore because of centrifugal force. And she flew and hit the walls. And they threw me out. But I didn't care because I was going to hairdresser school anyway. I was going to learn a real career. <laughs> I got news for you. When my college friends were making like 300 a week, I was pulling 200 bucks for four days work in a New York City salon. They used to all wish they had, I had the best car, the best apartments. I had more money than all my college graduate friends. Burning hair, my dear. All right. <laughs> no, I just goes to show you. No matter what you do, if you're, if good, you're at good at it, it, you'll get paid for it. Why is Ron like a foot taller than you today? I don't know why because he's taller. Because Jimmy's he's got a flat up ass. I have a fat ass. He's got a flat ass. He's sitting up very, very straight, and I don't sit straight because like that. I'm perfect. If I sit straight like that, I can't reach the computer that I'm typing on. Gotcha. So that's how Lara Spencer up. keeps... What do, you call, what do you call that when they send that shit to you? What do you call it? Twigging, tweeting. Tweeting. Lara Spencer keeps tweeting, Ron, sit up straight. So to shut her up, you know, Lara Spencer morning America. All right, so here's what we're going to do, you guys. We got I'm a great sitting show up for straight you. for you, Lara. We have a great show for you guys today. Number one, we want to also welcome uh, Goddesses in the chat room. So yes. hello, Goddess. We love Goddess, and she's saying posture. Uh, so important. Even when I stand up, he's just taller than I am anyway, so it no, doesn't make if, any difference. If, if Goddess slouches, her 36B become 34B. <laughs> she sits up straight, her 36Bs become 38Bs. <laughs> That's nice. And everybody, what's nice? A girl with floppy tits hanging bent over looks horrible. She looks like she's stoned or she fell apart. You have to be young. And look at Lara Spencer. Good morning, America. I'm not kidding. Lara sits up like this and she yells at me all the time for slouching. Mm. It's crazy if anybody slouches. There you go. So there's a lot of people in the chat room. Hello, chat room. Again, we want to give a shout out. I also want to give a special shout out. Another one to uh, Jimmy McCreary. He's got a new blog. It's oldschoolkicking.blogspot.com. That's O L D S K. O-O-L-K-I-C-K-I-N.blogspot.com. And you can follow at Old School Kicking on Twitter. So follow and support Jimmy McCreary. He's always promoting everything really cool in indie, of which we are one of those things. But he promotes indie music, indie shows, indie TV, everything that's, that's really cool and it's going on in entertainment. He's so a please perfect example of the person that I talk about when I say, if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. And Jim always has something nice to say, and we always listen, and we return his kindness with kindness. If he were mean and rotten, we'd be fighting back with him like all the jerks on Facebook that are doing this Donald Trump. Trump. I can't believe that people are saying, you're my friend for 30 years, but if you fight for Trump, I'm not going to be your friend. What kind of stupidity is that? 
If anybody ever said that to me, I'd say, well, go screw yourself. I don't need you. So that's what with Jim McCrary. If Jim McCrary said mean and bad things about us, we would have dumped him a long time ago. But nice gets nice. So folks out there, say nice things about your family and friends and watch how it comes back tenfold. And Gata says her tits are perky and natural. Boobs. Of course they are. <laughs> she's, she's, she's had the boyfriend for 21 years pumping them up to firm. Wow. <laughs> Right, Goddess? 21 years he's been grabbing on the Also, you guys, if you like listening to uh, the Jimmy Star Show and you want to listen to it on your cellular phone, go to the iTunes, and you can download W4CY radio app on iTunes. You can listen to all the shows on W4CY, especially our show, the Jimmy Star Show, 3 to 5 on But what I said is true. If your boobs are getting mushy, just have everybody you know feel you up, and they'll firm them up. I'm sure your neighbors won't object to it. They'd be more than happy to come over and milk you a little while so that you get firm again. <laughs> if you don't squeeze them, they turn to mush girls. Listen to me. So let every guy you see squeeze them. And what's up? We also want to give a shout out to Dave from Stars Now UK. That's another great guy, Dave. I'm going to run off with this one. Is he straight still? Yeah, he's straight. But still, after seeing my picture, he's not gay. Oh, I don't know. If anybody could be oh, straight Oh, I thought my stunning beauty would make him gay. Anyway... <laughs> At, at 300 years old, nothing like a 100, 300-year-old goat to turn you gay. Do you love it? Dave, if ever you decide to go gay, swim over the ocean, and I'm here waiting for you with a dry towel. No, you're not. Yeah, I would. I love Dave. Dave is a he's cool guy. He's a great guy. guy. He's, a, he's, a, he's nicer he to me than you are. No, he's nicer to me than you are. He you're says he even. might go gay yet. So. <laughs> I, and I got news for you. I'm worth it. Gotta says she's coming back as a man in the next lifetime. <laughs> Goddess, don't. Goddess is so gorgeous. The corsets you have to wear and the push-up bras are killers. And then you got to get all your jewels and you got to tape them between your legs so they don't show in your gown. Not comfortable. But not if she came back as a man and stayed as a man. Well, then she'd be as confused as that Bruce Jenner guy. <laughs> is it true Bruce Jenner is going to marry the other tranny? Yes. I mean, so he's she's not a tranny, though. Well, she's, I, I she's don't changed. care. She was a man. She's still a man inside her guts. She's still a man. So he, so he's making it with a man with a snatch. So what does that make him? A snatch. Well, he's a woman, so that makes him oh, He's straight. a woman now. He's not a woman. He's I still, know what he thinks he is. He still has his wang. So he's going to put his wang in the other make-believe girl's snatch. Right. And that's going to make it all okay. Did you say make-believe snatch? Yeah, the other girl had a, it's not a real snatch. God didn't give it to her. The doctors did. Oh, really? It's, it's a surgical snatch. So therefore, it's, it's an artificially built oh, snatch. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. All right. People are saying that she's pretty hot, though. She's beautiful. I love her. I, first of all, I'm not lying to you, but I think I met her years ago when she first was done. Maybe she can tell us if it's true. She had on hot pants. That's how long ago. Hot pants and leather boots up to the thigh. And she was sitting on a car or something somewhere in an, wherever I was. And I was flabbergasted. I could not believe she was ever a guy. She is gorgeous. And 30 years ago, she was a child, you know, a teenager or whatever she was, young woman. And she was stunningly beautiful. I mean, nobody in the, in, I think we went to a car show. And she was sitting on a, on a car in a car show. And none of the men could believe that she was a woman. Or maybe it was a Clairol hairdresser's thing where you go buy stuff. In the, in the, they do that in um, I don't know. the big glass building in New York, the, the, the center, Kravitz Center. Oh, oh, like at a convention. Yeah, they, they, have, they have hairdressers, okay. conventions there. She may have been in a hairdresser's. But anyways, to make a short, long story. <laughs> short, long story. She's absolutely gorgeous. 
You gotta love it. All now, right. Now wait a minute. Why does she want to make out with a guy with lipstick and a brassiere and panties? She should want a real man because, after all, if she feels like a woman, she wants a man with a beard, jockey shorts, you know, hot like a sexy butch guy with underarm smelling. Like me? Well, I don't have underarm smelling. No, Jimmy. I don't think I meant you. But <laughs> maybe like Chad. Chad, do your armpits smell? No, he doesn't. You've no, been sitting there. I with use him. lemon. No, but those women like men that's... You know how many women like a man's perspiration odor? It turns them so on. They get hot just from that. I don't know if I've met one yet. I don't like Well, that, don't so. shower for a week and you'll see. see you'll clear a room or you'll have them jumping all over you. <laughs> right It'll on. be one way or the other. <laughs> You'll be ripping your clothes off or giving you fresh new clothes to try this. That just says something about using lemon. I don't know what that means. But I, lemon? I use lemon. lemon. Well, it's true. You, you do put lemon on clams. Uh, well, if you, if, if you have some kind of stomach ache or whatever, you, according no, to the... You didn't get that, faggot. I don't know. I, don't I said you put lemon on clams. Oh. You don't get it still. No. Oh, he's a fag nick for sure. <laughs> no, you don't get that, big girl? What's clams? Big girl. Clams? Where have you been all your life? What do you... In Brooklyn, we used to say, you know... Clams is money. No. In Brooklyn, if you walk past a fish store, you still out, see if she's a redhead or a blonde. Well, uh, well, fish. I get the fish thing. If, but you, I don't walk, get if you walk by a beauty parlor years ago, you'd smell stop. I smell hair burning. They're saying Chad you're smells walking, like clams. You're walking too <laughs> straight. That was the joke. Years ago, two, two women were walking down the street very fast. They were on a date. They passed a hairdresser, a beauty salon, and one woman turned to the other one and said, Slow down. I smell hair burning. Because oh in God. those days, they used curling irons and the hair used to burn. Oh, my God. That's terrible. These jokes Something. are jokes I learned when I was like seven and eight. We What's used to have all these dirty jokes as kids, as you all did. So none of you play that game with me. You always snuck into your father's Playboy book or your mother's sex book. You know it. Hey, so I see we, we have a guest on the line, but I don't see a video. Click your video button. Click your video button, you guys. Hang on. Uh, I'm going to accept it. Let's see. If, oh, there we go. Hello, hello. All right, now we're gonna do a new intro, Constantine, because we we messed that one oh. up. So we're gonna like do a brand new intro. I gotta leave some time for him to edit. So here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Tony-nominated singer, Broadway actor, American Idol alumni, Mr. Constantine Maroulis. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello. How are you guys? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody. Starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town. Mr. Ron Russell. Kalimera. Kalimera. You understand Greek? I do. Kalispera, really, for us here. It's Kalispera for us, but Kalimera is all I learned. <laughs> That's all right. Kalimera is what you get. You want sagapo, apano, or um, what else do I know? Let's see. Uh, Tikanish? Tikanis, Tikanis, Kala, que si. Better than you do in Italian. Swing it out. Let's hear if you're Italian. <laughs> Very close they are. We're in a Greek mood because we saw my big fat Greek wedding too. Now, what did what you guys think? I was I, I did a screening with uh, Nia and with uh, John Corbett uh, for a lot of the Greek community. Nick Katsouris, uh, great author and uh, friend to the big Greek community, uh, he hosted it as well, and I, I thought it was great. I had a great time, very charming, and uh, enjoyed it. What, what about you guys? I love the first movie, and the Greek, I come from Astoria. Astoria is the capital of, of He's Greeks. He's from Brooklyn. Well, of course. No, Astoria. There's, there's 100 million <laughs> Greeks in, in uh, Astoria. That's and true, 100 mil. They didn't care for the film. 
they didn't care for the film, not because of the film, but because it showed the Greeks as loud, gaudy, cafonic kind of, uh, not uncouth people. Where my sister-in-law, no, my sister, my, br my brother-in-law's sister, Despina. And Despina. Despina and his, her sister, Mary Malios, were Greek, and they lived in Astoria. Oh, wow. See, but they I think the first one was a masterpiece, really, you know, and funny. that all ethnicities could really relate to it, you know, whether you were Italian or Jewish or Spanish or Indian. Uh, so I think that's what was really charming. This one was a bit more specific Greek. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was a, it was a very uh, friendly theater, so I want to see it independent of that as well to enjoy it. And it's tough to always back up the success of... Uh, Early. The first movie was one of the biggest movies ever made, you know, considering its budget. Um, so, I have a special interest in this film because, film because I'm friends with Lainey Kazan, who I love to death. And I was a little worried when I started seeing the film. I went, oh, crap, it needs to do something right away. And then Lainey came on, and I think Lainey didn't save the movie, but she moved the movie forward. And if you remember the last scene of Lainey when she was sitting there almost crying, talking about her husband, it moved me tremendously because it reminded me of my mother and father or anyone from Europe. Yes, and sir. I, yeah. I thought Lainey was brilliant in that little piece of work. I've never and Michael Constantine, too. He's... All wow. of the I mean, he, he had... The, the first film was really his, but he was a big part of this film. I, I thought there were a lot of great, honest moments that anyone could relate to. So go see Big Greek Wedding 2. And the ant oh, was doorbell. She, the ant was fabulous. The ant yeah. was fabulous. The one that played the ant, she's always great. Oh was, well, you know, yeah, Andrea Martin. She's an incredible Broadway actress. Uh, still rocking, still super hot. A few years ago, she was in the Pippin revival, which got a lot of great praise, and they were literally hurling her like sixty feet in the air, and she was doing it nightly. It was awesome. I hated what the critics did to this film. They really gave it a bad review, and I don't think it was fair. You have to judge the film for what it is. It's not Superman versus Batman, okay? It's right. a little sweet, feel-good movie that when you go to, you, you love, feel good. You love the family. <laughs> you want to be Lainey's buddy and live next door to her. And when you leave the theater, you say. This is when America was civilized before we started killing each other and blowing up buildings. That's this right. neighbor cared for a neighbor. And they showed the typical example when the three waspy, cold English bitches were nasty <laughs> to the Greeks. And the Greeks turned around and showed them what it's like to be human when she said, please, please come into my home and enjoy our party. And that goes to show you what Italians, Greeks, and Jews are like. We're, we're the, and Spanish, I mustn't forget Spanish. We're the warm people. We're the people who, who love people. All right, so hold on. Here, we got to take a break. I've said enough. Second. I'm done. Hold on. No, no, you're not done. But hold on. Done, we done. Have a I hear you, buddy. We I have think a we can include a lot other groups in there as well, though. I've lived, in Europe. I've lived in Europe, and I was never received anywhere in France as warmly as I was in Athens. Well, of course, I had relatives there. They, they kissed my ass like I was a king. I mean, Aunt, Aunt Despina used to walk with me down along the waterfront, mm -hmm. put a suit on, and she introduced me to everyone that came along as her nepote de America, you know, from America. She was so proud of me in my ugly suit. <laughs> if you saw this suit, it was gray and pink stripes. I mean, right, they must have thought I was some flaming thing. Okay, but hold on, hold on, hold on, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
Constantine, we have a chat room full of people. They're all like typing in panties. They're throwing their panties. They all love you. They're talking about hot That's you are. That's my so, line, so throwing first, panties. It doesn't matter. That. You're don't, not, don't, don't use my word. Don't use I like my your... Uh, I like your yellow watch, man. That's pretty cool. It's not cool. It matches my yellow, my citrus. <laughs> That's yellow. what I was saying. I noticed. Yeah. Give it's a, got all right, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, first of all. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have you on long because we like you. If we don't like <laughs> you, we get rid of you fast. All right, thank you. Say hi to everybody in the chat room, first me, of all. Meanwhile, I gotta get, go to my direct question. No, I gotta wait. get this. I, I gotta. I wanna get him to talk to the chat room. Please let him talk for uh, a second. Oh, what is he gonna talk to them uh, for? Say hello to everybody in the chat room. <laughs> we fight a lot. Hello, Don't everyone in the chat room. And I want. Uh, they're saying too freaking hot. So special. I want. Uh, there's there's three people you have to give a special shout out to. Lady Lakes, Lady Lake Cindy, Lady Lake Jen, and Goddess. And, you, hey, and you're ruining my life. No, I'm not. You're ruining. You're making him ruin my no, life. No, I'm not. Please. My daughter, who is gorgeous, was the first runner-up in Mr. America in Eastern Division. You didn't let him do it. Wait a minute. Had a boyfriend. His name was Peter Pagonas. They okay. own Court Niners on Long Island. She's no longer with Peter. 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 Well, but, exactly. Freudian slip, because you know <laughs> he's Greeks. So, how old are you? Uh, I'm 40 now. Oh, my God. What's your phone number? Let's get together. You'll come for dinner. I'll make you all the, the grape leaves and the chopped meat. I'll do oh, it. I love that. Uh, the grape leaves are my favorite. My daughter can make the spindular things we Italians do in the honey with the little colored things. Those gorgeous, delicious. Did she, get, did she get half of the diners in the breakup? No, no they didn't no, get no. married. No, <laughs> because she knew that her life would be that of a woman who's married to a diner worker. The Greeks work 24 hours a day. Oh, I know. Believe me. there's. It's different, though. You know, like, I, I find I have a lot of friends um, that live in Astoria and Queens. You know, it's modernized so much, you know, that Gorgeous. my generation of... Um, of Greek Americans, you know, 30, 40 somethings, they're, they're doing like big things. They're staying in the community, but they're like taking what their parents built, their grandparents built, and they're, they're diversifying, not just staying in the diner. There are kids that do that and pass it on generation to generation, but they're opening like a cool wine bar and they, they, you know, they, they're well, using the time, up. they're using the time that they, that they yeah. learned and spent in, in their parents' business to do cool things to cool places. Dimars, right? Uh, now. Hold on, hold on. Oh, Dimars is blown up. Yeah, it's crazy. I know, but you're gonna have them for I, the rest of the show. I didn't you let can me do what we were doing originally. About that I shit. do. Well, they do. Wait, They're all like dying for it. We're gonna give it. Let him die. Wait and die. We're giving <laughs> him the private part of who he is, so they understand who he is as a human. Then they'll right. love more when they hear his stuff. I don't do those kind of shitty interviews, like. What movie? I know, Who we're cares? Not doing that, but they we're care. talking about Dittmar's Boulevard, a Greek cultural center that used to be all Italian. I've been there with you. We eat there, favorite restaurants. Across the street from my favorite Italian restaurant is that wonderful corner pastry shop. Have you ever eaten there? Uh, I'm familiar, yeah, but I, I don't think I've actually eaten in there. There, you'll you'll commit suicide after eating so delicious. I Store know. I've been trying to stay away from the sweets. I've been trying to behave myself so I can. Still look, uh, you know, look all right, you know. Look great. Are you kidding? So <laughs> you, my you. daughter's a blonde with green eyes. She looks like um, Verna Lisi or she really looks like Michelle Pfeiffer. And she's not. She's raised Italian. She cooks and cleans. She's no snob, no brat. <laughs> no, I'm serious. She doesn't spend money. She was raised by me. Very, very old-fashioned. Sounds good to me. And she's, and she's no putana either. That's right. I know that. Hey, that would be great. We'll all get to hang. That would be cool. We'll go somewhere in Astoria sometime. We'll we'll have uh, some fun. Kidding you? 
Are you think I'm pulling your leg? I need a son-in-law so bad. I'm going to go out and <laughs> I'm down. I'm down to come and hang out for sure. I mean, you know, oh, I don't yeah. know about arranging the rest of our lives, <laughs> lives right <laughs> here in this chat room. You marry my daughter. There may be a, a car in it for you. <laughs> oh, good. I like cars. Did you live, I, um, live in New York or do you live Wait in a second. One more question. You would, you and my daughter would make me such gorgeous grandchildren. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. I have one daughter already. Oh, see that? So we got to make the family bigger. But <laughs> you and my daughter would make such a beautiful baby. Well, thank you. Serious. We're going to all meet in Astoria and we're going to go for... And we're going to go Greek dancing. Yes. Do you I, live... Do you actually live in New York or California? You no, live in I left... I left the city after almost 20 years um, and moved to the Burbs. Uh, my daughter and I, uh, we have a home out there in, uh, in Bergen County, New Jersey. Uh, it's uh, quite, quite nice. She's got a great school and, you know, uh, her mom is out there as well. So we... Uh, That's cool. You know, we have a great... I'm very close to the city, 20 minutes. I jump in the car. I love to drive. I grew up in New Jersey right there in the, in the very town we're back living in now. And... Uh, not Just really enjoying it, to be honest. I think you get a little older and you start to sort of really appreciate things quieting down a little bit, leaving the city, seeing it in your rearview mirror as you drive home to, like, green grass and uh, from the you know, bump baseball fields. You go through the tunnel, you get asphyxiated from all the fumes in the tunnel. Ugh. That's true. I Are lock you? it up. I lock, I lock it down in the tunnel. Are you still married? No, never was married. Um, my daughter's mom is uh living uh in new jersey and we're co-parenting and you know having a great time seeing our daughter just thrive in the school and it's really it's really amazing being a, a young dad so i i like it I, I have a crazy life right now of course we're you know leaving tomorrow for for hollywood where i'll be for the next like couple weeks doing the whole american idol thing uh being a part of the the series finale um three night finale next week uh but we'll be filming all weekend and we'll be hanging and <clears throat> maybe some socializing too so we have a couple of big meetings out there so heading to la and then uh, back to uh, start a new play in new york that you're going to hear about very soon actually they said we can kind of talk about it but we'll okay. wait till tomorrow press release comes out like tomorrow so no, you're not allowed they'll have to okay hold on okay so here you know how it is Absolutely. Oh, I know how it is. This one's always telling me to shut up about things. <laughs> I, know always here. I tell him things, and then he gets on here and tells everybody. I we have four less. million listeners, and so I couldn't care less. So, like, he tells stuff that like nobody's oh, wait, supposed to know. Let's get back to what's really important. But um, hey, yeah, exactly. So, work, work, work is cool. Hanging, you know, dad stuff. I love it. What's I'm dad? excited for the Yankees. Are you a Yankees or Mets guy? Uh, we're not. We don't. We're not. A, we're not sports people. So Come much. on, a little baseball. You have to have some romanticism for baseball. Okay. Being a New Yorker. We're gay, we're gay we're and gay married, men. so like we so? don't. Where'd you ever see fairies with sports? Unless they're doing the baseball players. It's <laughs> not true. Jeff Jeff Calhoun, my director from Jekyll and Hyde, is like the biggest football fan. He played football. He's a big athletic guy. Who is he? What's his name? Jeff Calhoun. Jeff Calhoun. You know, I was around great director on Broadway. Yeah, I was around when they were rewriting a scene for that uh, musical. And the guy that does it is my good friend. His name is Norman um, Norman um, Sachs. You know the name Norman Sachs? I think so. Norman Sachs originated that years ago before it became big and hit Broadway. And okay. I 
watching a rehearsal with Norman it was wonderful. Even then, it was fabulous. You got well. You know, it's been one of those very complicated. You know, um, almost like it's got like a cult kind of attachment to it, following where it's like. It's so flawed, but so beautiful and romantic and powerful. But the camp and it—it's—it's it's one of those shows that's just kind of um, music. That's an enigma. Yeah, this is the it's moment. Just music and beautiful. Yeah, it's the moment. This is the moment is like one of my favorite like songs from all, and I've seen every yeah, Broadway. It's, it's musical. the whole music. It's favorites. the whole musical. I love it's it. It's a big song, and it was a pleasure to sing. In fact, I uh, guy in that. We're we're launching all these like you know with the new music. We're gonna take this the sick band out and all original rock shows and all that, but it is still nice to strip it down and do my kind of theater boy rock cabaret. Uh, So April 13th, I'm doing just that, like where it's just piano, vocal, a little percussion, and you're going to hear all of the Frank Wildhorn, the Andrew Lloyd Webber, the Sondheim, the Leonard Bernstein, you know, um, you know, I love that stuff. You know, I I really grew up with the, with a passion for for that kind of uh, composition and, and singing and songwriting, storytelling. So, where do we get tickets? You could talk more. Uh, everyone knows you can go to constantinemaroulis.com really to find anything you need. I'm all over the socials. April 13th is a cool show. It's going to be in Westchester at this winery, the winery at St. George. Uh, they do, it's really intimate. My first time playing there. I hope to develop a kind of cool relationship so it can be like a. Joe's Pub North, you know, uh, in Westchester. Bring all of my Broadway friends there, host shows. It's great dinner and wine and cool place, man. It's adult fun, but like, good for the kids, too. It's in New York years ago. The finale was like that. Actually, there's somebody in the chat room named Guest Vicky looking forward to the April 13th show. You have a lot of fans in the chat room. and uh, so Oh, she's- well, what do they have to say? Hi, and, guys. Uh, they're all talking about how hot you are. But in general, tell them, everybody, what's your website again? ConstantineMaroulis.com. And you can follow uh, Twitter, Twitter at. is uh, at Constantine M. Then at Constantine Maroulis is Instagram. And we're on Facebook, Constantine M. Official. It's so easy these days. You just just plug it in. Just click. I Put my name into the Google. Answer me a question. Do you like blondes or redheads? I honestly have no, like, I never discriminate with women. I, I love all shapes and sizes and kinds and everything, so. I have another daughter, Old Maid. She's a uh, redhead, gorgeous, and she's an actress. Her name is Deirdre Serego. You could look her up. She's made films. Well, they're two old What maid. kind of films are we talking about? No, no, not those no, kind. No, no, no. <laughs> she, was, she was in Elizabethtown and, you know, all those sort of films. Oh, that was a great film. Yeah, and she was also on our show for a couple of weeks as one of the hostesses. Couple of, yeah, for a couple year. Of years. She's a blue-eyed redhead beauty with, with milk. Wow. No, she's tall, though. She's I do bad. love my New York girls, my, my borough girls, you know, for sure. <laughs> There's something so, I don't know, nice about a great New York girl, yeah. Long Island, Queens, Brooklyn, or Jersey girl. Um, it's funny to think that my daughter's going to grow up and be a Jersey girl at this point. So. Nothing Absolutely. Wrong with it. I have a... We have a dear friend in Jersey who you can't beat. What's her name? What's her name? Who I love? I Jesus, I'm getting old. I can't remember freaking names. My singer. My singer. Who, Joya? Joya. Oh, Joya Bruno from Expose. You probably have heard of Expose because they had a bunch Joya of Joya Bruno is an Italian from Jersey. You won't find a better human being in your life. All right. 
and Joya Bruno. She is a typical Italian. Come into my house. I'll bake you something to eat. Have you guys seen Sebastian the comic? No. No, what is it? I've heard Oh, my of- God. you got to look this guy up. I don't know how I missed him all these years, but he's been around probably about 10 years. He's super Italian. He's like his character is like very Guido, like from what? Chicago. Uh, you got to look him up. He's got millions of subscribers and and uh, views on his stand up. Um, he plays sold out shows. I never knew it. All of a sudden, on my wall, someone put this whole bit that he did about being Italian and dating a Jewish girl that will make you cry. This guy is <laughs> this guy. I'm like quoting him nonstop lately. There no, you go. I'm have- very late to the game, though. He's been around apparently forever. All my Italian friends are like, "Yeah, no shit." He's like, he's a big deal. I've heard pieces of him over the Sebastian. Years. Yeah, he's like. All right, yes. we're gonna look him up. We'll look him up on yes. Twitter too. And but see he does we'll the Italian the that's more or less like a Guido from Brooklyn. Yeah, but no, more like Chicago. So it's got like a <laughs> Midwest sign of thing to it. You know, it's like. More like he's that. like I'm Italian. You know, he's he kind of talks more like that, like real forward Midwest thing, uh, and it's got that. Uh, nice guy thing going on. No, no real cursing. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. I, I want to ask him one more question, and you can have him for the rest of the show. Because this is a question I'm really interested in asking him. It's not bullshit. What gave you the culione, the balls, to think that you could pull your ass out of New Jersey, wherever you were, and become who you are right now? Did you ever, in a million years, dream that this would all happen? And if so, tell me what gave you that kind of chutzpah. I got to be honest, you know, I I have just this amazing family and they always just so inspired me at being very young and looking up to my brother and sister and they were much older than me. They hate when I say that. My parents were much older when they had me than my parents, uh, my friend's parents. And I just kind of grew up like loving old films and uh, music that they would play in the house and musicals and I just got bit so early. They were both performers, my brother and sister. My brother far more like built a great career. Uh, Ethan Maroulis, you can look him up too. He's done hundreds of records as he's a producer produ- and a singer and a, a ranger. You know, all, all, he's like a writer, everything. So, um, in any way, I just, you know, it was the only thing for me. It was the, I mean, I loved sports but I was never going to play sports professionally. I like to write and paint and stuff. But what your parents? I had to be. I had to perform. Like it was. It was something that it was just born in me, and uh, it came very young from a very young age. But I was just talking about this with my manager earlier, and uh, I had extreme stage fright, and it really wasn't until God, I really was probably like twenty years old that I could really bust out and do what I. What I were, you know, I could I could meet like my talent, kind of come together there for a little bit, but it took me years. Even through high school, like I had extreme stage fright, but I just live for it and I live for the work, whether it's big money or no money. I mean, I just I love it. I love being a part of a uh, creative process. Um, Mike Rockabage was off Broadway, you know, when we were just in a room the 10 of us with like a young writer, a young director, a young choreographer and really just like built the fucking thing in like three weeks, you know. They had done a lot of work of course in LA and stuff but to be a part of that, there's nothing like that in the world so and the payoff you have and sometimes you have flops too, sometimes they don't work out, you know, whatever but flops make you better, my dear. I know, the process is just so amazing so in a way, yeah, like I 
I'm going to I'm going to teach you how to interview. I talk, you talk, you talk, I talk. Otherwise, we're fighting. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm uh, I don't do the Skype thing much. There's like a weird delay. You know what? I hated <laughs> it. I hated it since, but I got used to it. <laughs> now but, you. So that's it. That's why I had the chutzpah. My mother is a is a is a powerful like woman. My father too. Like they just. We just come from like a strong like heritage and cultural background, and oh, I sure. think that's what really gave it to me. Yesterday, Greeks, come on, please. But um, when you learn from your mistakes, are you are you an egoist where you don't see it, or you you sweep it under a rug and make an excuse for it? Those are the people that fail in this business. The people that fa face their mistakes and failures are the ones that go on to being the greatest. I have studied in my 52 years of being in this business. So don't I, make an excuse for a lousy movie or a crappy performance. Say, I can do better. Oh, yeah. I'm always on the quest for that. You, you know, I know you guys aren't big baseball fans, but for me, that, that's why I do like baseball because they play 162 games a year. It's every night. They're always constantly, like, trying to better themselves nightly, nightly. And it's like being in a show on Broadway, eight shows a week. Yeah, you're telling the same story, but you're really furthering it and furthering it all the time. And that's in baseball. I have a Yankee friend of mine. I have a Joe. What's Joe's last I name? Know, I forgot. Girardi? <laughs> no, no, he's Italian. From He played with the Yankees. They won the World Series. Joe, oh my God, Joe. Oh, uh, he's like 80, so it would be... The a 70s, so Joe uh, with the hair. Pe Pepitone. Pepitone? Oh, no, the other Joe. What the hell is With an S. And then also Sorry. friend... Uh, Brent Allier. Brent Allier, who was a baseball player who won the series, and he played for the... Forgot. Red Sox, maybe, or something? Well, <laughs> I don't <laughs> I, I love I love my baseball, but you know, yeah, I, I I obsess over the details. I obsess over my failures and my my successes. I really do, and I really do try to better myself like every day with my work and my craft. So, I, um, yeah, man, I'm I I. Or you'll do them over and over again, and your people will say, "Oh, him, he stinks. He does this." No, recognize your failures and change. So important. You got to really trying to get better every day. So okay, wait, so one more question. I, I swear to God, but he's I not going to go. Question. We're not going to let him go. I, I like you him. You don't know that he has a lot of time, and I have stuff he's gonna to talk give about. Us. He's enjoying. We're good. We're good. You're enjoying this interview. Come I on. so am. Yes. This. Everybody else's interview is. They so keep saying boring. one more question. We're supposed to alternate, also, but we yeah, haven't done I know, that but, yet. But you know what, Jimmy? I have this headache for three days. That after I stop bullshit, I'm going to let you have it. <laughs> I took a oxycodone, and my headache didn't go away. But well, I, don't but, stay away from that stuff, man. That stuff is. He had a major surgery. You're like, why? No. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Need. I had a surgery, so I had to take that shit. I have a headache. Like right now, my head's about to. Okay, explode. let's go. You need so, some edibles. Yeah. <laughs> so what? I, I forgot what to say to him. He's a okay. nice kid. I yeah, kid. He's, he's older kid. than I am. But uh, <laughs> he's forty. I'm only thirty-eight. So, no grays. No, I have no grays. Most of my hair, pretty good. This is not gray. This is blonde. <laughs> that is blonde. I like it. <laughs> All right. Gray. Anyway, so what the, what's going on in the uh, in the trenches there? Hang on. Wait a minute. I want to know one thing about you. What do you think that this show is going to do for your career? What is your sort of anticipation? What show? This uh, whatever he's on, singing show. He's already. He, he doesn't watch American Idol because no. he doesn't like it. So I don't so watch television. He doesn't Thanks. really watch anything that's not Turner Classic Movies. He's already been on the show, and the show is what yes, enabled him to do that. all of these he things. He won. He won. No, he didn't win. He came in sixth. Or well, whatever he did, he's gotten to be somebody on the show more than other people. Yeah, that, he was on the show ten years ago. 
And it ten, took what? It was ten years ago. And it took, no, it was actually longer ago. I think I know what you're saying, though, man. You know, I um, for me, I think because I was a little older when I was when I got to be on the show, and I had some you know training as New York as my background and a good school and and all of that. Um, I from the beginning kind of planned what it was going to be like over the next five years, ten years, fifteen years. So I began early to try to build like what I hoped would be a brand on Broadway and in rock and roll and you know different areas, touring and whatnot, and songwriting and producing. Uh, so I I kind of just put the pieces in place from from early on. So that no, I might not become this like stratospheric star like Carrie Underwood or something, but I knew what I would have to do to oh, like survive and have a really great life in New York and have successes. So uh, f- for me, like now that we're going back for the finale of the entire series, um, there's uh, there's some sort of bittersweet feelings, you know. I mean, I think being a part of the biggest television show probably in in history has been really an honor and to be someone that they recognize still from the show and I think we'll miss it but I think that it's such a great show that it's going to go away for a little while and then come back in some form sooner than later you know was Lily McLeod on this show no she was on X Factor oh Oh, I don't know her but I liked X Factor it just you know it was like a little late for here and there was already other stuff going on you know Lily McLeod we had, we've had Nikki Ooh. McKibben on a couple of times from season one and didn't Ooh. we what's the name we've on had it? a bunch of people well, on we actually we went to see at the nightclub in New York the girl oh that, yeah we had um, I loved her what a voice Mel- Melanie what was her well, name I forgot Melanie something she, Melinda Doolittle Melinda Doolittle, Doolittle. Yes, we had Melinda Love Doolittle I went and saw her at 54 Below we love Melinda Doolittle uh, she's got an incredible voice and the way for she sure okay. uh, uh, I, I think I might see her for the finale they, they've invited a few of us back uh, so uh, John, Ron and, and Jimmy yeah tell her hi she's fantastic and we loved meeting her at 54 Below okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask some questions now first of all I'm done. I, I wanna say congratulations first we do have to say hello to these three people in the chat room cause they're like De- definitely sniffing panties here, and uh, uh, so just say hello to Jen, Jen, Cindy, and Goddess. Just say hey, Jen, hey, Cindy, hey, Goddess, because they're all like, "What's Goddess. up, Jen? Cindy. Hi, Cindy, Goddess. What's up, Goddess? There you go. <laughs> all the ladies in the chat room are like totally loving it. So I want to kind of like go from the beginning to the now because you've done so much, and I didn't know who you were before American Idol. I have to say, but I was a super big fan of American Idol, and. You know, and after American Idol, I went out and bought the Pray for the Soul of Betty. I did, like, everything, like, because I thought you should have actually, like, won. I mean, like, Bo Bice, I mean, like, he's, like, gone in the wind. And so one thing I think... It's not uh, true. It's not true. Okay. He's a good guy. He's, he's the singer for Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Oh, that's cool. I Are didn't know that. again, Blood, Sweat, and Tears? He is, yeah. Uh, with him. I love Blood, Sweat, and Tears. One of my But favorite- I totally hear you, and, I th- and thank you for saying that, you know. The, the thing with the band, I mean, I think that was so part of my story. I was leaving the band, but we were terrible, and uh, it was never going to work out. But, you know, of course, I'm on American Idol in front of 30 million people a night, and they're back home like, fuck, that's our singer. We're going we're gonna to get something out of this. So they basically, like, put, like, a record out. The whole thing was just dramatic and crazy and just, like, nuts. But we had a good time, and well- it was a good part of my story. And that was the one thing... Uh, that I recognized early on that I was going to be like a character almost on this television television show. So I had never seen it before. There had only been a couple of seasons before me, and uh, I was like in Rent on the road and in drama school before that and touring, so I'd never seen it. And uh, 
but boy, my life changed. I think that number one, because like you know, considering all the people that are on American Idol, and if you Google them to see what they're doing now, unfortunately, a lot of them haven't not been able to capitalize and and take their talent and 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 have an actual career like you have. So congratulations well, on that. Thank you. That's very sweet of you. And uh, I only wish everyone the best. And uh, it's been nice to see a lot of uh, faces from the uh, from my time on the show and other seasons uh, recently. I, I was back on the show a few weeks ago, so. Yes, Thank you. you've turned it into a lot. So I've always been an American Idol jumpy. I have to say, after like season ten, I kind of stopped. When they lost all the original people, the Simon and everybody like were leaving everything for me. It isn't oh, quite this as. This is the show with Simon. Yeah, it's it's not. Is as, he a wait, son wait, of a bitch? Like, I have to ask these uh, questions, otherwise I forget. Is he a crappy ass? He looks like a no. conceited he's not homo. Not at all. He's nice. He looks like a closet queen, a vicious old closet <laughs> queen. No, uh, I think he's an awesome guy, and uh, we had a lot of good times off camera together. He doesn't come off that way on film. He's not supposed to. Well, somebody he's should teach him. He's a character. He's a he's a brand. He he he's a he's a force. He's the he's it's he, wrestling. It's like wrestling to him. Rude. Totally rude. That's what he's supposed to be. That's but he's also like a mastermind, like kind of just like. Pulling the strings like in entertainment. So I know other rich people in entertainment. <laughs> half of them are jerks. So what is Sometimes that? I watch because um, I'm I love my TV. So I have like I think the Axis channel plays X Factor London UK. I watch it on I watch it on YouTube every day. Like every time when it's going on, I watch. They put the whole episodes up on YouTube. Oh, they put them up pretty quick. Yeah, they put them up the same day. There so was I this thing when I was in Brazil uh, last fall doing Rock in Rio. These guys installed this thing, Popcorn Time, on my on my computer. That's what probably effed up my computer. <laughs> but for months, it was like the sickest. Basically, it's people like all over the world, like live ripping TV shows, you know, and posting them right away, like. You know, you could be anywhere in the world and watch, like, The Homeland from that night. You know, it's insane. Yes. Uh, and then it just stopped working on my computer. I don't know why, but that was pretty sick. <laughs> so one thing, though, that happened on American Idol, because you were basically, like, the first heartthrob, really. The first three seasons didn't have, like, this, uh, like, I'm a really good-looking, like, heartthrob. They made you out to be, the like, the rocker guy. You know, I don't really remember them because I didn't even know it uh, that you're like actually classically trained. You went to the Boston Conservatory. I mean, like, like they didn't really like show all the stuff of how much time you've actually put into your career. You know, to get to to that point where you were at that time, they just kind of made you out as the bad boy, really good looking, like rock star guy who dumped his band. And, uh, uh, well, and I, I don't that, know about the really good looking part, but. Um Remember in Zoolander when he's like, really, really, really good looking. Uh, but if you know anything about European families, Greek and Italian, their children are taught culture, are taught opera, are taught classical music. It's part of our culture. I remember my father would put the radio on and he'd do like this. Now, this is the ocean coming in. Now, these are the birds in the sky. He actually taught me what the instruments were saying. That's beautiful. I have a classical background, although I don't sing classical. Wait, wait, but here's what I want to do, though, then, because you got, there's a, first of all, I want to tell everybody, there's a, uh, 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 an article that came out on Billboard, it's called Secrets to Seducing the Camera, and it's by Constantine Maroulis, and it's hilarious, and um, I have to tell you, because My Funny Valentine is absolutely, like, my favorite song of that genre ever, so, like, I liked you before you sang My Funny Valentine, when you sang My Funny Valentine, I was like... 
that's it. Like, this guy's got to win. This is fabulous. Even for my birthday, I had Ron, like, sing it for me because um, uh, it's just, like, my favorite song. So what we're going to do is I have a video clip. It's only, like, a minute and a half. We're going to play it. And then, and then after we play it, uh, we're going to move forward to, like, because I know you have two new singles, and we're going to play everybody so they can hear your new stuff yes, and we can hear I what's going on. you sing. I have to judge you. But we're going to do the My Funny Valentine one real quick. Chad, do you have that? So is this the old school one or the one I just did on the show a few weeks ago because they had me back? This is like old school from like back in the day when your minute and a half clip when you actually did it. Oh. You're like staring at the camera and everything. It's going to be, f it's a fun one. Chad, you have that, right? Let's do it. Oh, by the way, did we introduce. Is that Tone Loke? That sounded <laughs> like Tone Loke. Sorry, we didn't introduce Chad because Ron started talking, but this is a oh, man behind the board. So me, say, say hey to Chad. <laughs> what up, Constantine? <laughs> What's up, Tone? Right, Tone Loke. So you introduce it. You introduce it for us, Constantine. We're gonna, it's only a minute and a half, and then we're going to play it for everybody, and then we're going to come back and talk about it. And Jimmy, you senile old bitch. Don't blame everything on me. <laughs> All right, Constantine, go for All it. All right, what's happening, world? Constantine Maroulis here, uh, season four, American Idol. So we're gonna we're gonna take it on back to about ten years ago, to Broadway night. Oddly enough, you see, they wouldn't let me do anything contemporary and cool. I wanted to do like some Spring Awakening or something like that or whatever. Jesus Christ Superstar, Rent. Uh, so I I flipped the whole thing and I went back to Rogers and Hart, about a ninety year old song, but I gave it this funky uh, kind of heartbeat, sexy. Uh, vibe so uh, check it out this is me on idol season four doing my funky valentine my funny so hard back then first of all they didn't even use like monitors and it's god it's so hard to listen to myself because it's just like the intonation is just not great um it, it sounds different than it did in the room like that day it's like so condensed and weird but um, these days they've been like they have like the perfect ear monitors the extensive sound checks it was a different time. It was like practically plug in and play back then. So, what you do a system, <laughs> you could come out sounding like Barbara Streisand. Listen, well, 
tell you something. You hold a note, my friend, which no one does anymore. You've got a powerful, clear, nice tenor voice. Thank you. I love your rendition of this song. Thank it's something you. I would enjoy listening to because I just you, did. You, You're okay in my book. You, you just did it again on Idol because I haven't watched the season. I stopped after they after Hollywood Week, so I haven't watched it since then. I have to go to Hulu and watch it. I was it. back. And? I was back on the show a few weeks ago doing some mentoring, and what they did was they basically kind of relived two of my big moments on the show. I did them as like duets with current contestants. Oh, okay. So I did Bohemian Rhapsody, which was, you know, a weird odd matching to do as a duet but it was a lot of fun and i did funny valentine with a girl named jen and um it was pretty great really funky and, and cool uh a great experience to be back so it's funny like harry loved it but he was going on about like how we didn't need to change it and honor the old song and the whole time i was talking to her in the mentoring that's what i was talking about you know, Rogers and Hart, give it space, the melody, the words, the lyrics, the storytelling. Of course, they didn't really show any of that stuff. Cause it's it's all-time, though, favorite, like, song of, like, an older classic song. It's my favorite one. I, I have, like, 50 versions of it. Which, though, like, so is it, do you have a recorded version of that on iTunes? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, our season of American Idol, I think, has the only gold record as a, as a troupe. And uh, we had this... This this record showstoppers season four, and it's uh, it's on it's on there. It's a it's a track on Sony um, that you can get. My funny Valentine, American Idol, Casimirula, something like that. Yeah. Because I looked for it and I couldn't find it. Because like I used to, have it, but my iPod like got crashed and I lost all well, the music. Your version is you can find it definitely. Okay. Your version is not a sleepy version like the original was. The original Funny Valentine was slow, slow moving. It's very melancholy. That's the way it's been. It, it's but composed. Way, this was a little different. You banged it up. You banged it up. You brought some life and pep into it. When I sang it to Jimmy, I sang whose version of it was it? Somebody else's. That, I don't know. Some rock and roll person. And that was difficult for me because I don't sing music of today. I sing ballads of years ago in the style of years ago. And I found it to be the most fun because it was Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan's version of uh, my funny... Did you ever hear it? No, I, got, I love her, though. I got to check that. Shaka Khan's version of Funny Valentine. It's fabulous. It and I enjoyed it so much because it made an old song brand new. And you did that with your version. You Thank took you. the old show and you made it a new song. And that's what I like. You did like Thank a couple... Thank you, sir. So I want to do a... I don't call me check on the shit out of you. <laughs> do I look old enough to be a sir? You want to oh, see if uh, hey, Ron. You want to see if the uh, if the phone worked? Oh yeah, sure. To get like a head start on that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just to see. I mean, if not. You talking? Thank you. I just got a new phone, guys. Thank you, Eric. Um, uh, we want to. And say it's exciting because I'm like a din. I'm about as dinosaur as it gets. I had an old 5s, um, and I just moved to one of those giant phones. It's got. I it's have, like. I hate them. I have it. I, I think that's what I have. It's a monster. S plus. What's this thing? Uh, yours is a 5S. That's all I know yeah, how to work. Anything one. more than this, I throw it away. <laughs> I just, I, that's what I just dumped, yeah. Forget it. Okay, so hold on. I want to do it. Okay, so basically, you're on American Idol. All kinds of fabulous things came out of it. You got a Tony nomination for Best Performance by a Leading Actor in a Musical for Rock of Ages. You also had a cameo in Rock of Ages, the movie with Tom Cruise. 
You were on The Bold and the Beautiful. They created a character for you, 31 episodes. And, and we recently had Ian Buchanan and Sean Kanan Love him. on our show. And they were both like, because Ian, uh, Ian Buchanan won an Emmy for that show. You know, it's a great show. It's been around forever. It's it's the biggest uh, series globally uh, in uh, in syndication that that exists now. That's that's what I'm told, and it's in like 50 countries. It's unreal. I mean, they're still playing my episodes in like other countries. It's crazy. I have but, like- uh, really cool thing to be a part of. Uh, soap opera is not so much for me. It's kind of dying off, but it's still um, good training. Yeah, absolutely. The camera time is essential. At your feet, because you're live. You fuck up, it's your fault. You can't do anything about it. You yes, can't- sir, because they basically just do like Boy. one freaking take. Right. <laughs> yeah, one you take. You can't do let's do it again, boys. I want to no, do it. A- like, moving on. No, never. And Aaron is somebody that everybody should want to grow up to look like. Oh, Ian. Ian. He's the most gorgeous 50-something-year-old man. He is so stunningly handsome and well-groomed. When I grow up, I want to look like him. Absolutely. So, so you've, had a, you've had a great career. Besides musically, you've got all these TV shows. You were in Mozart in the Jungle for a couple episodes. We had Malcolm McDowell on the show. Malcolm's uh, Unforgettable, Law and Order. You've been on every major talk show on the planet, and now that you're on this one, it's the culmination of like... You're, now every, you've everything. done the best, now you've baby. you've done the best. Touchdown! And last year you did a commercial campaign for Lazy Boy. Did it's a back now, too. I know. I, I saw people tweeting about it with Brooke Shields. It's directed by what Fred is Savage. Lazy Boy? A sofa? Yeah, Lazy Boy is like a, a furniture company. Right. But it's more than that. It's like an entire, like, all home goods. I mean, it, the the level of the design is is incredible. I mean, it rivals anything from restoration. Uh, the quality was, is kind of incredible. All American, um, really a great thing to be a part of. And Brooke is just a super hot and classy, wonderful and girl. You play, Fred I Savage. Thought, you play wait, her wait, fictional wait, wait. Greek lover. Wait, he plays the fictional Greek lover of Brooke. Wait a second. My daughter, who I want to fix you up with, used to uh, manage all of Brooke Shields' affairs when she worked for Platinum in Beverly Hills. She had a slew of movie stars, and Leslie handled all of their expenditure and all of their life. Oh, wow, <laughs> like a business manager. Yes. Well, more or less like a policeman. Uh, <laughs> because what's-her-name was told not to buy a Rolls-Royce. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone, and she went ahead and bought the Rolls-Royce. Then she smashed it into the pole in her garage, and said that the blinking light wasn't working. It goes, tweet, tweet, tweet. And she wanted a brand new Rolls, not this one repaired. (laughs) So my daughter had to negotiate that for Brooke Shields. And Brooke Shields got a little rough with my daughter and said something like, oh, fuck it, Leslie. And Leslie said, listen, my father's Italian. My father's from Brooklyn. I was raised with that language. So if you think you're shocking me, don't. Because if I let it go, you're going to be shocked at what I have. And they became the best of friends from that. Well, good. I, I thought she she's an awesome chick. and uh, oh, She's a lady that knows what she wants. She's a tough hombre in business. Very, Sharon Stone, very okay. tough in business. So hold on. Then you had the title the title in uh, Jekyll and Hyde. You got a Drama League Award nomination. You were with Deborah Cox, which I met Deborah Cox many years ago. She's fabulous, and she's got a song, Things Will Still Be the Same or something, whatever. Whatever it is, it's like the greatest song ever. It's like a great, like... Things will be the same or something. Anyway, it's a great song. I don't song. know. I know. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, uh, um, how did we get here? Yeah. Uh, that one? <laughs> no. uh, you ain't even supposed to be here. And then you, yeah, that's. Nobody's that's, supposed to be here. <laughs> like share. Okay, hold yeah, up. Basically. 
You've but released better. a bunch of music. If you go on iTunes, you've got a bunch of music that you've released, and, and you have two singles that just came out this year. One of them's called Here I Come. One of them came out last week. She's just rock and roll. We're going to play She's Just Rock and Roll since it just came out now. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Well, check it out, man. This is my first original rock record in many years. You know, uh, I'm co-writing every song on this on this album. The first song, Here I Come, in just a couple of short weeks, is over 100,000 streams on Spotify. So we're so excited that we sent another song to the webosphere out to you guys, the fans. She's just rock and roll. So it's available right now everywhere music is sold uh, on this little box thing, this computer, this little this thing, this device, this invention. So you can get it anywhere. Uh, She's just rock and roll on Spotify, iTunes, Here I Come. She's she's just rock and roll is uh, is it's a song I co-wrote with uh, Killer Deluxe and uh, it's it's sort of about it's like my it's about my passion for rock and roll but how it's sort of like a metaphor for you know all these relationships in my life as well so all right so you introduce it now Chad you got that ready let's roll with it all right you introduce it we're gonna play it hang on the line we'll let everybody hear it and we'll come back and talk about it. What's happening, world? Constantine Marulis here. You're about to hear my song, She's Just Rock and Roll. One of you was a perfect excuse. Kept me guessing. Some girls that get so confused. But I know better. You were the innocent one. That much I know.
Um, Constantine, I love that you're going back to the rock and roll. Obviously, I love all the like Broadway stuff too, but that song is hot. Everybody in the chat room loves it. I think it's going to be a, a freaking hit. Thank you very much for saying that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. You know, Broadway will always be there. It will always be my home, and I look forward to doing more shows and originating more lead roles. And uh, my uh, my co-producing effort, Spring Awakening, will hopefully be competing for Best Tony Revival among amongst other uh, categories as well this this coming summer uh, at the Big Tonys. So uh, look for that, and we're attached to a few new shows. So. Tomorrow, big news dropping about a new play I'm doing in New York. I can't wait to tell you guys all about it. We're not stupid. You could give us a hint. Is it about a boy and a girl meet and fall in love? <laughs> the general plot. Is it about somebody gets murdered and there's a detective drama? Is it about people tap dancing through New York City? Close? In the rain? Maybe. <laughs> now, look. I want to show you my daughter. If you think I'm bullshitting about, let me see. Let me see. Gorgeous. Can you see that? Oh boy. I Gorgeous. Can't... Nice. Now, Beautiful. Now she's here with the movie star Jane Russell, who was my best friend forever and ever. He can't hear you. He needs a mic. I need a mic. She, my daughter's with Jane Russell, my friend for years, the movie star, the legend. That's Leslie and Jane. Oh wow! Look at that. Isn't she beautiful? She is. And Just sweet. like her father. Oh, bullshit. That's right, just like sweet her father, as, yes. father's a bitchy old man. But she's, <laughs> she's as sweet as a, a pie. You would love her if you met her. Hey, Chad. Hi, Captain. Hey, Chad, put Here I Come. Let's just do like a, the, like the first minute, a minute or Great. so. I like that so last song. You know what it made me feel like I want to see now? Rocky Harsh. It has yeah, that. it's got that kind of vibe. Sure, there's some theatrics to it, some energy, some rock and roll. And uh, but it's we're excited about She's Just Rock and Roll. This is... Uh, Another new song. This is a party, fun, fresh, friendly, sexy, dancey little thing called Here I Come. Lipstick perfect. You got yourself together, girl. All right. High heels, fried feels. Madonna in a dominant world. Just, just, just shaking off that bitterness I do remember It took some time Y'all know it took some time Here to be your witness At the scene of the crime So criminal Here I come Coming here to rock you Sip on something comfortable Oh yeah mm, She got that bad beat on fleek I think I thought you're sticking out your tongue So, so, so swimming in the playfulness You know I hate it when you tease
what your friends say It's Cartier or hell to pay Living too much like it's gone today Got Phoenix or Remix You see this? Relax, we go hardcore through double dose Elevated to the top Here I download sites he's got lots of great music up there a new album coming later this year you definitely want to go get here i come and she's just rock and roll i love them both constantine and thank I, you guys thank I you got, so much for having me man I, I appreciate this i'm a big fan and uh it's got, awesome what you guys are doing and uh i, I love the show for sure hit him. i'm gonna have to punch you i'm gonna give you a compliment let me in your music certainly does not stop people from tapping their toes or wanting to get up and dance i love it I would like it, and I'd like to dance to it. We, we usually put it in our private files, the crappy ones I don't ask for. <laughs> no, if I don't like the people's music, I just say, nice, sweet, goodbye. But uh, your music fabulous. is definitely foot-tapping, you know, head-jerking. It's good music. It's good. Thank you. You're good. Everybody, I appreciate that. You guys are good. We're big fans, and we're, just, uh, we're looking to bring back a little rock and roll kind of fun, good times, going out and seeing bands and Love having it. a crazy night. Love so it. here's what we're going to do, Constantine. Let's give everybody your website one more time. It's ConstantineMaroulis.com. Follow at ConstantineM on Twitter, everybody. He's Constantine. What are you on uh, Instagram on Constantine Maroulis? Constantine Maroulis. Go, go Constantine Maroulis on Instagram. Make sure to tune in to the finale of American Idol this week. He's um, uh, going to be on for a bunch of nights, and it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, he's also got next a... Next week. Next week. Yes, next week, you guys. Next week. And then I also saw... Um, you have a concert in July or something in New Jersey. Yeah, we're headlining the New Jersey State Fair. It's going to be amazing. It's sort of like my my big, you know, kind of debut with a new band and a new set of music, the whole new look. Uh, we're really excited to bring it back to, um, you know, my roots. And uh, I've always loved the State Fair. So uh, we're really excited to rip it up, man. Fantastic. We're going to debut all of these songs and a lot more songs, too. So... Definitely stay tuned. I stay pretty active on there, even though I'm 100 years old. And uh, I love you guys, and thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, and listen. If, if, if you're 100, I'm 5,000 years oh. old. And also, safe travels. Have a great time. We want to thank Eric, yes. too, for helping set this whole thing up. Eric. Eric, you're the man. Thanks it's so much. So rock and roll, Eric. Safe travels to you. Have a great time. Say hello to everybody. Enjoy yourself, and, and congratulations on all your success. Thank you, boys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll see you soon. All righty. If you happen to be in Manhattan on Monday night. No, he's not. He's going to American Idol. I already invited him. Oh, otherwise, come to the red carpet, <laughs> which he and I are doing all the interviews for uh, Michael Damien's High Strong movie. Uh, good movie, by the way, about dancing, which I love. There you go. So he's gone, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed it. But have a good time at your affair. He was, fa he was fantastic. He's gone already. Oh.
Well, somebody, somebody tell them have a good time at his affair. We did. We had told him have a good time. Thank, and we have to thank Constantine, too. I told him 25 minutes. He's been on over an hour. So we want to appreciate that. And he's fantastic. Listen, you can't buy this kind of airtime. There you go. So, Chad, what would you think? You That's afford. pretty cool. You know who he reminds me of uh, is the old singer from NXS. That's the same thing Goddess said. Oh, really? All right, yeah, we're on the Goddess, same page. You and Goddess are on the same page. So, everybody, listen up, too. You can uh, hear the Jimmy Star Show on iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. You can watch the videos on Roku Television, YouTube, and Video. We also want you guys to check out uh, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell on IMDb. Now we're on IMDb, and if you have an IMDb <clears throat> account, please like uh, rate the shows and give it stars so more people will find out about us. Now... You people out there, did you see the picture I put up of my daughter Leslie? Could they see that? Um, I don't know if they saw it or not. Maybe. Chad, did they see the picture of my daughter Leslie? I believe so, yeah. I, I got the so first time he, you showed it was good. Chat room, tell me why she can't find a man to get married. I don't get it. She's not looking. Gorgeous like her with the personality, a body. like She's perfect in every way. I don't know why she can't find a husband. That's okay. Don't worry about it, everybody. That's why I keep looking for her. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a, a quick break real quick. I mean, that's like goddess. You know, I get pissed off at goddess. She's how many, 12 years with this guy and no ring. Oh, I would have killed him by now. Goddess. goddess we you gotta, love you, goddess. You got to get him to marry you or you're pissing away your youth. And then when you're a wrinkled old lady, he's not going to want you. And what have you got? At least if you're married to him, you can get alimony out of him. All right. So Strategic thinking, Ron. That's right, Chad. Girls got to think of the future. Chad, pull up the headlines, Kirsten Maryland video. Let's play that for everybody. It's new. It's coming out in, uh, in a couple of days. I'm ready to roll that beautiful bean footage. New single, everybody, by Kirsten Maryland. The name of the single is Headlines. It'll be available very soon on iTunes and all the digital download sites with the complete album coming out in May. Hope you enjoy it. Here it is, Headlines. what they want even if it's all you've got all you've got all you've got how's about we have some fun forget the churches forget the steeple forget the people forget the people forget the people oh 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 oh
to show me But now I see what I really need you to do I need you to get a little more Thought I needed you to show me the truth To show me what's good, to show me But now I see what I really need you to do I need you to get a little headlines by kirsten Marilyn. like i said it'll be coming out we've been playing uh her other single which um isn't that funny now i forgot what was her other single do you remember chad struggle i'm like the struggle there you go and that one's also available now so it's really really cool and and you gotta have fun with the whole thing what does it mean when your nose is freezing and you're in a moderately warm room my nose is always freezing the tip of it, it's like ice cold, and I think that's what I get that my headache from. That's my frozen nose. Ask everybody. Chad, out it was there. 29 degrees last night uh, here. How cold was it where you are? Nobody cares about my frozen nose. I think it was 70 out. It was beautiful last night. Breezy and 70, I believe. <laughs> Ask the f- chat room what they think about a frozen I nose. I think that means poor nope. blood circulation. <laughs> no, my, who asked that? Got it. What'd she say? Oh, yes. She's no, a, she's, maybe it's poor circulation. But uh, no, definitely. in my nose, poor circulation sure. is in your dick. Your or nose, something. your toes, your dick. Sorry, uh, yeah, something that sticks out. <laughs> Chad said your toes, your dick. Yeah, I mean my <laughs> nose doesn't stick out. That ask God is if her nipples are cold all the time. She says she's cold too. Are your nipples cold, Goddess, and hard? <laughs> you gotta like love the whole thing. Oh, Goddess, when are we marrying that guy? How many years are you with him? She Giving- says she gets the same thing. Giving him cooking and sex and home. You're giving it all to him for nothing, goddess. You, you got to marry him. You got to marry him, honey. So you guys listen up to Monday. Ron and I are going to be doing red carpet interviews. Yay! For the Michael Damien new film called High Strung. And the film is actually... Um, uh, actually, it's a good film. I mean, I'm happy to say. And, and actually, too, once, well, it had it had its uh, L.A. premiere last night at the Chinese Theater. Got and, great reviews. Uh, it got really good reviews, and a lot of famous people were at it. Probably going to be a lot of famous people at ours, and we're going to get to do some mm. fun interviews. We'll be telling you about it on Wednesday. I want to show everybody the preview for High Strung Movie yeah, one but more m- time. My interviews will all be clean because you can't do that on a red carpet. It's not becoming. Right. That's so true. I'll be elegant and fabulous, darling, fabulous. There you go. But it's going to be a fun movie. It's going to have a soundtrack. The, the movie actually hits theaters next Friday on April 8th. And uh, the soundtrack, I think, will hit to iTunes that same day probably. And it's got a lot of good music on it. And we're going to have a really good time. And we're what I like it. about it is it's in 
intelligent for once a film comes along that shows you the art of ballet and dance and music it's a fabulous film hip hop it's got hip hop yeah but i mean, i hip hop's not my thing i pick out what i like I like all the other jazz. If you sit there in this theater and watch it, it's like you're going to the ballet, you know, all the different theaters to see the different... Um, it's a great film. I like this movie. Also, um, Rebel and the, is asking if Michael Damien is James' best son-in-law, and yes, it is true. Uh, Michael's wife, Janine, his father was James' best, is and her James sister, best. Joe Jamie Taylor, Tyler. Is the best also. She comes from the best family. Yeah, they're like the coolest, and we can't wait to see them again next yeah. week. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we want to thank everybody who listened to the Michael Damien show. It had over 2 million plays, so thank you so much. Well, it was a fabulous show. We were hysterical. I mean, that show was totally demented and wild. I tortured Michael to no end in his family, but we had the best time, and I loved them. They have such a great sense of humor. I can't wait to hang out with them in, in Palm Springs. And Rebel, you're right. The whole world misses James Best. He was a great, great actor. So, Chad, you got a, the... You got the uh... Well, hey, wait a minute. Before we go any further, let's talk about Patty Duke. I wanted to get to that before yeah, the show we'll is no, over. We have plenty of time because like, that's a different topic, and we're on one topic. So let's oh, go with this, go. and when we come back, we do with that. Mine, so, Chad, you got Mein Kampf here. You got the... Da Führer. Uh, <laughs> mein Kampf. It doesn't make any sense What else, Adolf, should topic? I do? Come on, Adolf. Chad, you got the should high I stand on my head and play with my nuts, Adolf. Hi, old Jimmy. All right, so let's go ahead and Hail, play, play the uh, play Mine the high Kampf. strung movie uh, trailer for everybody, and then we'll come back and talk about Patty Duke. Here we go. Feel bad about Patty. I can't remember when I started dancing. It's always just been who I am. The music is always there burning inside me. If it stays trapped within, I will be consumed. Good luck. Thank you. Watch where you're going next time. What's your name? Ruby. I'm Johnny. You live upstairs? These are my roommates. We're the switch that crew. You might have heard of us. I know you're trying to get a handle on my style. But without contemporary, you can't be competitive in the professional world, and that just won't fly with the store. Don't you have a sexy little dress? You want to stand out. You look stunning. Oh, it's you. I didn't think you were the tux type. I'm just a server. Crazy idea. You can enter into this contest. Winner gets $25,000 and scholarship to the Manhattan Conservatory of the Arts. What a plan. So you want us to dance with you in a classical shindig? Yes. <laughs> We're up against Kyle and April, one of MC's best dancers. April and I always have to annihilate you both.
Anyway, I missed the end of it, but there it goes, everybody. That's High Strung, the, uh, the movie, and it's going to hit theaters April 8th. And now we're going to talk about Patty Duke. Well, it's really sad that she died from something that is terrifying the planet Earth. When I was in the hospital a few weeks ago, they kept testing me for this. Hospitals are filled with this germ, which is called sepsis. Sepsis. No, that's not, it's not a germ, actually. No, it's an infection. It's an infection that you and get when sepsis, your body doesn't And sepsis you can get anywhere. You could scrape your shoulder against a wall and get it from any place on the planet. Not only hospitals. But your chances of dying in a hospital greater than anywhere else because they open you up and they go inside of you. Once cesspis gets inside of you, it's impossible almost to get rid of. If you have a weakened immune system through diabetes or other illnesses, MS, you will definitely not be able to be cured of it and you will die because this infection just spreads to all the main organs of the body. So we want to miss Patty Duke's family, though, to send... Well, the Austins, I mean, Astons. John Aston, you guys, is Patty Duke's and son. And his father. He's still alive, the old man. John Aston. John Aston. Patty Duke was, in my opinion, one of the greatest, greatest actresses of our day. She started off as a child actress and grew into an old woman who performed grandmother roles that were incredible. Her career was lifelong, and it was the best. And I'm so sad to uh, announce to you that Patty Duke is dead. It makes me feel bad. I did enjoy her work. Also, Rebel said that James Noble died two days ago, which is sad. He was 94, and you guys know him right. from uh, all kinds of stuff. He was in tons of stuff. I like. He, he was bef- specifically known for Benson, that TV show Benson. That Benson, that's right. But the thing is, these people died from illnesses or old age. But when you die from something stupid, like a, a, an infection from a, a hospital, a, an infection in your intestine, which is minor, nothing. I mean, I could sew it myself with a needle and thread. And then you die because your body and your immune system cannot fight off this hideous new infectious disease that kills called septus. I think sepsis. we sepsis. I think we really have to do something about it. We're going to have to tell our next president that there has to be um, more research done. Because this, this infection could kill millions of us more than AIDS did. You definitely don't want to have to go to the hospital and have an operation if you can avoid no, it. Because if it's not MRSA, it's sepsis. And that's what they tell you. It's all over the hospital. If you go to visit someone in the hospital, they make you wear masks now so that you don't catch the sepsis in, uh, a virus because it's all over the hospital. You have to wear a robe. You have to wear a mask. It's nonsense. Gloves, all kinds of stuff. Gloves, because it's so contagious. If you use the toilet sometimes in the hospital, it may be there. So don't even do that. Unbelievable. I mean, it's sad. Well, it is sad because Patty Duke was, was a... I mean, I never knew Patty Duke, but she was friends with a friend of mine. They made a movie together. And that was with... Um, I don't think people will, will remember her. The gorgeous redhead of the 1940s. She was in um, Valley of the Dolls. And if I could remember her name, I could kill myself. I'm looking it up now. How could I know? Barbara Parkins. No, not Barbara lived next door Sharon to Sharon Tate, Paul Burke. No, the old lady. Alexander Davion. No, 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 no. Lee no. Grant, Naomi Stevens. No, no, the star. Susan Hayward. She's not in that movie. Susan Hayward certainly was. She's not. She I mean, was. That's oh. the one that had the wig pulled off her head. 
Susan Hayward was the star of that movie. Now she's not. Barbara Parkins is Valley the Valley of the Dolls. I'm looking at it right now. Valley of the Dolls. Barbara Parkins is the Va- number Valley of the, of the Dolls. She, Barbara Parkins, was my next door neighbor for years. I keep telling you. Lee she, Grant was in it. She used to wash her panties and bra and hang them on the hedges to dry outside my kitchen uh, window. Susan Hayward's in it, but she's like 30 well, people down. She's yeah, at the bottom of the cast. That doesn't matter. Susan Hayward was the biggest name in there because she was a star forever. Okay. Anyway, I knew Susan Hayward from the neighborhood. She lived about four streets behind me on Peck, Peck Street, I believe. And she always spoke so well of Patty Duke, as well as did so many stars that work with her. Well, we wish the family sending positive wishes yeah. and, and, and stuff it's, for the family. It's, it's a sad, it saddens me for from, from my Hollywood. It really does. And she was 69 today. That's not called old. Right. Definitely anyway, Patty, old. Patty, I don't know where you are now, honey, but wherever you are, I hope you find it wonderful and better than here. Amen. There you go. You got to love it. Yeah, well, you know, she was a, such a talent. Miracle Worker. Remember the Miracle Worker? She got the Oscar for that. You know, that Miracle Worker's been made like a zillion times. Yeah, but her, her version is the only. The, she and um, what's her face? My other Annie. Oh, Mel Brooks's wife, Mike. I'm losing my oh, mind. Oh, Annie Bancroft. Right? Annie, Annie Bancroft, another dreamboat doll. Annie Bancroft, if you met her, you would love her in two minutes. The most down-to-earth, sweet, kind, loving woman. Adore her. Uh, adored her. And she always spoke very well of Patty when they made the movie The Miracle Worker. It's funny because I haven't seen a whole lot of Ann Bancroft movies, I don't think. You can call her Annie. She liked that. If you knew her, she she preferred you to call her Annie. Only only uh, people that didn't know her called her Ann Bancroft. Well, she was in a movie, and everybody probably saw it. This movie got panned as like a terrible movie with Demi Moore called G.I. Jane. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I've seen it like 50 times, and Ann Bancroft plays like the evil like evil like Navy person in it or whatever. Like Annie's that. work list is so long. She's got... More hits than anybody, so one bomb is okay. But it's not really a bomb, was my point. It's a really good movie. Oh. If people really watch it, it's an actually really a good movie. So When Anne Bancroft went off on with her New York accent, where she played a mother of a gay man one time, she played uh, all these wonderful parts where she had to use her New York City mouth and accent. She was absolutely brilliant. She was married to Mel, 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 Mel Brooks, Brooks right? and she was the most beautiful thing. Her real name was Anna Napolitano. She was Italian, and her name was Napolitano, but they made her, you know, a different name. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. So um, They're all gone now. All the greats are gone. I know. So, and Chad. I, and I hope the young ones could replace them, but doesn't seem to be. Not too many. I mean, how are you going to replace Barbara Streisand? How? There might be people who might replace her I in like know. 20 who years could down be the such road. A, she, was a wonderful com- she is a wonderful comedian, a fine actor. Barbara Streisand is multi-talented. She's amazing. Yeah, and, she's uh, a hard one to... And, and everybody forgot her now. It's like when I did that college thing and I said to the kid, you know who Barbara Streisand in, is? And he said to me, I've heard of her. I wanted to cringe. You've heard of Barbara Streisand? You don't know who she is? You've never seen her work? What the hell are you doing in my class? This is a film class. It's all about film. So how could you possibly have the nerve to come in this class when you don't know who Barbara Streisand is? Well, that's why they come to learn. No, you got to be stupid. What is the guy born under a rock? I think it depends on their age. I don't care if you're five years old. You've all heard Barbara Streisand. Not necessarily. You don't hear him. Where, where would you hear her? In every elevator. 
No, they don't play Barbra Streisand yeah, music. Yeah, they do. I've heard her in the elevator. I've uh, sung along with Maybe if they do it, ele- uh, some people with ele- elevator stuff, but I think in general. New York City, she plays in elevator. You know I mean, one? there's people who don't know who Madonna is. The one song they play in the elevator is, there's a place for us. Somewhere, Somewhere there's a place, a place for, for us. us. And that one they play in the elevator all the time. That's a good one. But I think there's a lot of people, just like there's a lot of people who are really, really popular now, and like a lot of people don't know who they are. You don't know who they are. No. Because they're not in my world. But if I was studying old film oh, okay. gotcha. and coming to my class and you want to learn about old film, you've got to know who Clark Abel is or Marilyn, well, Marilyn Monroe, they all know. I never have a problem with Marilyn Monroe, but Clark well, Abel. I, I didn't, one thing I missed on the whole conversation well, was I didn't get that you're talking about in a film class studying old films. That's different. When I lived when I lived in LA, I used to do classes at UCLA with a bunch of other people, sort of TMC people. You know, we volunteered our time just to teach whatever little bit we knew about film. And since I had my TV show out there, I qualified, and I would teach these kids about Greta Garbo, about Carol Lombard, about all the great stars of the 30s and 20s, even the stars of the 20s who started, like Myrna Loy, who started off in the late 1920s silent films. I'm a walking, uh, you know, book about all that. Crap. I think though a lot of people, unfortunately, just don't know about that stuff because, like, before I met you, I, I didn't know who a lot of those people were, and I'm a pop culture because expert, I know because you closed your mind to the entertainment field. You kept the entertainment field only where you liked it, and you didn't learn about it. Well, I did. I know everything from the seventies till now. I just no, don't no, know. No, no, no. You have to know if you are a film. If you are a student of film. I didn't say that, though. I said pop culture. You know film from the day it was the first real run. You know, the first thing with Valentino, Rudolph Valentino. You know film all the way up the centuries. And that's how you get graded in college. I don't know if they got graded by me. I don't really know what they did. They used to leave a lot. Chad, do you watch any old films? Do you know hmm. who these people are that we're talking about or no? I don't think what Ron's talking about. As far as old, I don't know. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Wizard of Oz, that's about it. No, no, no. It's so necessary. It's such a part of your culture. I wish that I could see film from 300 years ago, how they dressed, how they lived, what they ate, what they drove in, how they behaved, how they spoke. We give this to you. We give you 100 years of film. You could see what it was like 100 years ago. Those people are all gone. And now you have a chance to go and film and see the old cars and see the old buildings. It's, a, it's an adventure. It's a trip in time. Do you have a favorite movie? If you could only pick one Not movie. at all. Not at all. Never happened. I've got millions of favorite movies. Each film with a little bit of each. You know, I like... Right. Uh, each film has something you know, different. Just like I don't have a... Oh, of course, Jane Russell was my buddy and I adore and love her. But she's but, not your favorite. No, but no, she was never my favorite. I tell her that too. I say, you think you're so hot, right? You're not my favorite sex symbol. Who's I your favorite sex symbol? Sophia Loren. Oh, I thought, it was, I thought it was another one. Kim Novak. No, I thought it was the one who died in the car. Oh, not Jane. You married Hansen. the prince. Oh, Grace Kelly. I thought of it was course. Grace Kelly. <laughs> they're all they're all my favorite. <laughs> okay. I don't have Doris Day. I love who I spoke to on the phone years ago. I love Doris Day. A more charming woman you'll never meet. More gracious. More lovely. I mean, they don't come any better than Doris Day. 
She what? is sunshine. One thing, I see Jimmy McCreary's back in the chat room, and I don't know if he heard us before. I'm going to give another plug. He's got a brand new blog. It's called oldschoolkicking.blogspot.com. O-L-D-S-K-O-O-L-K-I-C-K-I-N.blogspot.com. And he's following him on Twitter, at oldschoolkicking. And if you guys are interested in some of the stuff that we're talking about, because he's featuring you know, stuff from all those years, and he's p- making posts about all the different movie stars from all the different <laughs> times and the movies and, and all kinds of really cool stuff. So follow it. It's really a lot of fun. And it is part of, you know, history. Did you see the audience I had at the doctor's office yesterday? I had all these, one gorgeous black girl. My God, she could have been a movie star. She's stunningly beautiful. She has five children. She looked 20. She must have been whatever. And I had a bunch of the other black girls. And I figured I've got an audience. It's time to preach my preach. And I said, girls, I hope you're teaching your children about R&B music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s because some of the best music, because I only listen to R&B, as you all know. I'm mad about it. The best singers, the best music was R&B of those uh, decades. You've got to teach your children, not only for this rap crap, this gangster murdering low-class garbage, teach them the beautiful love songs that all those great artists did in the 80s. I mean, my God, no music has never been as beautiful when it comes to falling in love or having sex than to put on an R&B performer, especially like Barry, what's his name with that deep voice? Barry White, Lady Love. I love Barry White. (laughs) Barry White was one of them, and he would sing those sexy songs and you thought you were having sex before you even got your clothes off. So, you know, it's great culture. It's beautiful music. Don't only teach your children the, the junk today. History. I mean, you can't beat, beat uh, our buddy, uh, Angie B. How about my buddy, who I love to death, Patty uh, La- LaBelle. LaBelle. I mean, teach them about Patty LaBelle. Nobody hits a note like Patty. Come on, nobody could sing like Patty. They wish. Or Kathy Sledge, my other sweetheart. I mean, I've got so many friends that are stars of the 80s, and today they're just, like, forgotten, and it's a sin. So what we're going to do, though, now is we're going to take a a quick music break. Put something on from the 80s that's wonderful so my audience can listen and hear when R&B was. But put something really sexy. No, we're not, because I don't have have that. Chad could pull it up. We're going to play Reflections of a Disco Ball. You like it. I love it. It's my favorite song. The disco type But it's not what I'm talking about, R&B of the 80s. I know, but I don't have it. I have a video. Don't for you this. remember when they used to be like you had the lights low and you'd hear listen to blah, 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 sexy black men with well, their fine. deep voices? You can voices. tell me some songs you like and we'll play them for what, them in the, the future. I love all of them. <laughs> so here's Paris Two, everybody. The name of the song is Reflections of a Disco Ball. It's also from the '80s, sounding even though it's a modernized version for today. It's available on all the digital download sites, and uh, here it is. Play, take it away, Chad. Yeah, baby. <laughs>
Listen, on the thing that's up there, it says the Jimmy's Jimmy Star Show. Yeah, what about it? Me screen credit because I am on the show, and it's not nice not to have me my name serious? on. You should have put the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell can because you put, I can am you fifty. That? I am fifty percent of the show, and I think I should get equal billing. So because people don't know who I there am, you go, they look at that and they just say, "Who's the old queen?" Is that better? Where? Get rid of the Jimmy Star Show. Put the Ron Russell I Show. Did, yeah. you... I don't actually care what it says. So no, if you want we're to only say the Ron teasing. Show, I don't care. It doesn't make. It no, it's not the Ron Russell Show. It's the stop at your wise ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't actually just care put, about that. Just put the Jimmy Star Ron Russell Show. I don't. That's too long. No, just Star put it underneath. Raise him it up. It doesn't go. On. It's just one line. You got to squinch it. Squish it. Whatever. We'll uh, go with it. Just keep it the Ron Russell show. I don't care. Like, no, you're not going to leave it. People that see that is like people tuned in live right now. It's it doesn't not, go on the TV it's show. Not it doesn't my go anywhere else. Sh- no, I don't want that. That's not. Know, we'll just call it the show. Make, let's not make a joke out of it. Oh, okay, let's don't put anything there then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just put Jimmy and Ron. Don't put show. 
just put with Jimmy, you know, Jimmy and Ron here, something like that. <laughs> Jimmy and Ron entertaining you, or Jimmy and Ron, make it friendly. Don't make it so tidily. It's too many titles. This fucking name is all over the place. Jimmy and Ron having fun with you. Something like that. Make it friendly. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> because that's what we do. We have fun with them. Jimmy and Ron love you. That's good. That's good. Jimmy and Ron love you. Perfect. Very that's perfect. Nice. Move it over one more to the left, yeah, Chad, so, we like can, that. so the U isn't at the end. I like that because that's warm. Can you move over one more space to the left, Chad? Hi, Captain. There you go. I love it. Okay. Jimmy and Ron love Jimmy and Ron love all you guys. Oh, you could say the stars show. Gotta said us should say the stars show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's she's watching that. Huh? Every well anybody who's well, watching we, we live are sees stars, that. You know, yeah, you could do the stars show. That's a good one my, too. My Facebook just recognized me, Ron Russell Star. So now that's what I am on Facebook. There you go. You gotta love it. So. And now the license plate on the front of our car is gonna be the, the stars. stars but in the uh, the S and the R is going to be Jimmy and Ron Small. Jimmy okay. and Ron Star. That's okay. not your show. That's who we are. I know. The Stars, meaning Jimmy and Ron Star. That's funny. You got to love it. Well, okay. You, what's your fake name? It's my, my, that's a play on it, Jimmy. It's a good play. Yeah, I'm good with that. I mean, you know, when people start to refer to the show, they'll say, you know, oh, the stars that married. And our house in, in Palm Springs is going to be uh, the stars. There you go. So, We're, Chad. Hi, Captain. What's going on in life for you? Where are you playing this weekend? Woo, we got Thursday night at uh, Ruby Cafe in Fort Lauderdale. We got a private event Friday afternoon at the Polo Fields in Lake Worth. We got a private event in Del Rey on Saturday. Then on Sunday, we're back at Banana Boat from 3 to 7. That's my favorite restaurant, Las Olas, where you're going. Where? Yeah, no, it's but, not on Las Olas. Yeah, it's on Las Olas, on the corner. The Caribbean, whatever it's called. No, Aruba Cafe. Aruba, Aruba Cafe is on Fort Lauderdale Beach, right on the beach. Del Beach on the beach. Oh, what's the one I'm thinking of that's right on Las Olas? Las Olas. On the corner, on the right-hand side when you're going towards the ocean. That's Lauderdale? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's right on Las Olas. It's called Caribbean. Or Car We're off of, uh, uh, what is that, starts with a C, Community? No. no, it's a little street, a little commercial. side street. Commercial. We're off Commercial. <clears throat> There forever, like Tropicana, Tropical, or Tropical Paradise Bird, something. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's got makes the great, the greatest, what do you call it, sandwiches in there? Clubs? Yeah, but they have a band all the time. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty hopping street, actually. Good Commercial. band they have. There. Well, I'm glad that you're right playing in the a front, lot. Right in the front when you move, walk in to the left, the band is right. What is it called, that place? It's, I don't know, unless all It's so famous. You've eaten there a thousand times. Everybody ate there when it was the place to be. Not on Las Olas. Las Olas. On Las Olas. On the right-hand side. Leslie will know, or Deirdre. It, it, it looks tropical, like Cuba, sort of. You know, on this, uh, it's open. It's open on all sides. Lasolas and the side street with cafe chairs. Yeah, I don't know. Of course you do. I live there. I don't. I don't you know. They're it. not on Lasolas. They're on it, other streets. No, it's on. Jimmy, I used to go. I went there with Jane. Russell. Big City Tavern. No, I took it there. Mangoes. It's called what a C. Maybe mangoes. Mangoes. That's it. Mangoes. Okay. Right. Mangoes. I love mangoes. Okay, mangoes is on Lasolas. It's not near the ocean. <laughs> Going towards the ocean, yes. I said. On the right-hand side, it's looking. It's 15th or something. Mango. Okay. You know, go to Mango. They have a great, like, steak and And they always have dinner. good music. They don't have chinzy old music, so you should be there. Mango would love you. We'll give Mango a call. 
There you Call go. them. I'm serious. Aww. Right when you walk in on the left, and at night the place rocks. You can't move outside, so you'll make good tips. Cool. Everybody's out there having, you know, the, the what do you call it? It's the little. Uh, it is a nice place to go. I love mangoes. That's the only place I, I took Jane Russell there for lunch. She even liked it. All right, everybody. It's We've got like a few seconds left, so we want to thank everybody for tuning in this week. We had a great time. We want to thank Constantine Maroulis. We want to thank Lady Lake, Cindy Lady Lake, for all her work on Twitter promoting the show. And we want to thank all of you guys for being in the chat room. Ginger, Goddess, Daddy Muir, Jimmy McCrary, Marjorie Rebel. Chase, Galen, all the people like who I don't even know who you are, but thank you so much for tuning in. Chad, you're a rock star. Thank you so much. Good and show, uh, fellas. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> 